Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Inspired by Cass, a podcast dedicated to helping you become your most authentic self. I'm your host, Cass, a spiritual teacher, Reiki healer, and intuitive badass. I'll be bringing you interviews, meditations, and solo episodes, all in the hopes of awakening your soul to its highest potential. So come on this journey with me as we navigate modern spirituality. Welcome back, beautiful soul, to another episode of Inspired by Cass. It is me, your girl Cass, and I am so excited, as always, to have you tuning in to my space, to my ears, to, no, I'm talking into your ears. (laughs) Anyways, guys, as always, I love my random intros. So um, what's been happening? I hope that life has been amazing for you. Um, Life is feeling, honestly, quite amazing for me. I just think that as I've kind of shared over the past few episodes, like really coming out of my 28th flap around the sun, And stepping into this new year, uh, if you don't know, so astrologically, um, well, even just numerologically, the 28th year of your birth, so your 28th birthday, 2020th, 29th, correlates to the number five. It correlates to, uh, uh, in your astrology chart, your fifth house. Now, your fifth house is your house of pleasure. It's your house of fun. And depending on what sign you have in there, that that particular sign and any planets and stuff that are kind of like in that natal part of your chart, you know, they're going to be activated and stuff. So uh, for me, I have Scorpio in my fifth and sixth house. And so uh, yeah, that plus Mercury, Pluto, and Mars all sitting in my fifth house. Like astrologically, um, it was an intense year for me. So plus obviously my Saturn return. It's like a whole thing. I'm super excited. Also, this is totally not what I wanted to talk about today, but we're just going with the flow. Every 12 years, you basically cycle through a new thing. So one thing that I did last year during that 28th year was think back. I was 28. That meant that 12 years ago, I was 16. And so I was looking, not looking, but, you know, intuitively looking into the past (laughs) and, you know, reflecting on like what was happening in my dream when I was 16. Right. And guys, like (laughs) it's fucking insane how much that occurred in my life when I was 16 Like the same themes played out again in my 28th lap around the sun. Okay. Uh, So this 12-year cycle happened. So now I'm obviously into my sixth year, affecting my sixth house of routines. And so that means that I would have been 17 last time I was in this cycle. Uh, And... Uh, obviously I'm really just into it, but I'm very excited to see like what happened during my, like on my, like, you know, 17th lap around the sun, you know, to, to see how is that, what themes are going to come up. Uh, like for instance, guys, I don't think I've ever shared this before. Fun fact. Uh, when I separated from 
my husband. It was actually 12 years before that I separated from my like high school boyfriend. It was the only guy I've ever dated outside of my husband. Um, I don't know if you can, guys can hear the sirens. We're going to keep going. City living. Anyways, so it's so interesting looking at all of this stuff because you start to notice the patterns occurring in your life. That is the point of my story. Starting to see the patterns, okay? Uh, so I really invite you. I really invite you to have a look. You can literally Google this to see uh, what year you're in astrologically or numerologically. Honestly, it's the same thing. And then just think back 12 years prior to that, what was happening in your life? Are you navigating some of the same lessons? Remember that everything is a fucking cycle. Everything is cyclic within this entire universe. And so it's so important to notice, okay, I remember going through or facing this similar theme or uh, issue, or I literally had people come back into my life from high school last year. And I was like, I remember dealing with this shit 12 years ago. What the fuck are you doing back in my life? And I was like, well, clearly I still have something that I need to learn or there's something that we didn't fight quite complete within our, like, uh, soul contract. And so I really try to like, you know, shut those fucking gates. so Those people don't come back in. Uh, but yeah, have a look, have a look at where you're at, have a look 12 years before that. And then just have a look at your own astrological chart and just see like, where are the patterns? I'm such a patterns person. So yeah, anyways, I digest, di divest. I really hope that you got something out of that. So my loves, I, upon this reflection face, I need water. That's not nice. Okay. Wow. Siri is talking to me. We're going to keep going with that. Um, I don't wonder what wasn't nice. So through this reflection piece, one thing that I have come up against, something that I've really noticed, and this is a theme in my life that I was already fully aware of, but it was just kind of like highlighted to me again. Um, and that is my savior complex. <sighs> Something that I know many other healers, readers, psychics, witch, intuitives, whatever. Something that I know all of us struggle with because we have at some point in our life or a past life or both felt like we needed saving or we have been in a position where we really wanted to save somebody and we couldn't or perhaps you just feel like you want to always help other people because that way you know by being in service to others then you're playing your part or you're, um, you know, if you help someone else, maybe they'll help you in return or just through the act of giving, you know, uh, sometimes for people, it's just like through the act of giving, if you just constantly give yourself to other people, then, you know, you can sort of push away anyone who potentially tries to help you in return. So this savior complex is huge within the mystics. Okay, it's huge within, uh, yeah, basically anyone who in some way, shape or form feel that they are here to help people. But one thing that I really want to stress and why I really wanted to come on here and talk about this is that I want you to 
remind yourself in this moment that we are all one. We are all part of a collective consciousness. There is actually nothing that separates me from you. Okay. Yes. Physically in this three dimensional world, we are here and we are separated because we are literally here to experience separation, but we are not actually any different. We are actually all the same and all connected. And so what I want to remind you of is the fact that trying to continuously save everybody else is actually not doing anybody any service. Because if we all ran around, neglected ourselves and focused our attention on everyone else and the collective, then human civilization, our collective consciousness will not shift into a higher vibration in which we are moving towards. We all fucking know it. We can see within our society. I talk about it. Plenty of people talk about it. We are going through a collective shift. 2027, mark my words, it is happening. Actually, when I say that, it's not like it's just going to fucking click one day and it's all going to be different. Just saying that is what I've intuitively um, pinpointed as like when we will really feel a major shift. So if you, like me, feel this need to always put everyone else's needs above your own, I want to ask you and I want you to take a second to really reflect on why and where does this come from, all right? For me... I've actually had some psychics mirror this back to me. I've had Akashic Records readings done. Same thing. This is something that on a soul level, I have carried with me through many, many lives. I have always been uh, the warrior. I have always been the one who is out there fighting and putting her life on the line for everyone else. And I'm obviously here in this lifetime, and one of the major lessons that I'm trying to learn is that that is obviously not the way that I should be operating. Because now I can see that the best way to actually serve the collective, the best way to actually serve the people in my life that I love is to actually put myself first because I am them anyways. So the more that we can continuously remind ourselves that that is so annoying guys the more that we can continuously remind ourselves that through the act of prioritizing ourselves we are actually prioritizing everyone else in the collective the better so what do i mean by this it's like cast you're rambling on what are some actionable steps that you can give us Well, let me tell you, (laughs) I think it's really important that you do that little reflection that I said, which I've already forgotten because guys, I channel these through, but I said to um, ask yourself, where is this coming from and and who is potentially giving this to you? I think go back and listen to it. You can go back and not going back. 
I invite you to do this. I invite you to do this because it is so important to start recognizing the patterns, the habitual patterns and beliefs and stories that you have. It is so important because our human mind, which is honestly, it, you know, makes sure that our body moves. But besides that, it's kind of useless. We have these neural pathways, okay, that have been formed so early on in our life that we don't even question when we're doing things because this neural pathway is embedded so deeply in our brain. Oh yes, I will just, yeah, you know what? I'll put all of the things that I want to do aside and I'll just go help those people because they really need me. I know that I have a shit ton of stuff, but I just know they need me more. Okay. Maybe you don't even ask yourself, what do you want to do? Maybe you're always in a group setting or just with a friend or a partner and they're like, what do you want to do? It's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Just do whatever you want to do. I want to ask you this. Why is it that you always feel the need or that you feel better about the situation if you just do what they want to do? Is it because you don't feel enough to stand up and say, this is what I fucking want and demand that? Actually, I'd really like to go do this today. Does that feel uncomfortable for you to actually speak your truth to that person and say, this is actually what I want to do? Because if you can't truthfully even reflect on that yourself and say that to your closest friends and family, how are you going to learn to stand up for yourself and speak your truth for the whole fucking world to see? Because we all have an integral part to play in this beautiful web of the, you know, collective consciousness. We all have our part to play no matter how big or no no matter how small it is. But we have to be able to see and reflect and actually understand what that is. And that takes power, personal power, and it takes being fucking truthful, standing up for what you want. So not only do I want you to reflect on why you have a savior complex and you feel like you need to put everyone else's needs above your own. I want you to take a second to just, to just fucking ask yourself, like, what is it that you even want out of life? I've posed this question to a few people and those in the mystical arts, um, my eight week program that just started, this is going to be one of their, they'll have it before this, this comes out, but this is going to be one of their first reflection questions before our first group call. Because I literally just want to get people actually thinking about what they desire out of life. When was the last time that you switched your brain off autopilot and went, what do I want to do today? What is it that I actually want out of life? Instead of just going through the fucking motions. You deserve so much fucking more than just living your life on autopilot to please other people. I want you to start demanding. I want you to start demanding what you want out of life. I want you to have, I don't like this pun, but I want you to have the fucking balls to stand up for what you want and fucking ask for it. 
that requires you to put away, to put aside that savior complex that so many of us have. That makes us feel like we are less than, that we are not enough to claim what we desire. That you would rather just put everyone else's needs above your own because that feels more comfortable. Because either A, you don't know what you fucking want or B, you don't want to upset anyone. You'd rather just like not rock the boat. I know that deep inside you, even if you feel like it's not accessible right now, there is a fucking power that is ready to be activated. There is a part of you who knows that she is a powerful motherfucking woman or man. If anyone is a man listening to this or anyone who identifies as non-binary, not just um, not cutting anyone out of that. But I know that there is a power deep inside of you that wants to be tapped into. I know that for a fact. And I'm feeling the call to activate that inside you today because by golly, when you do have the balls, again, hate that pun, but it's just coming out of me. It's what we're going with. I'm channeling it through and that's what spirit wants me to say. When you have the balls, the guts, the fucking womb, when you have the energy about you that says that I am going to be so fucking selfish and put myself first, do you know what would happen in our society if we were actually all selfish? Do you know that that would actually completely change our society for the better if we chose to act from a place of self? As in, I will do what I know will best serve me every day and I will make myself happy and live in a way that is going to serve me the best and be for my highest potential. Do you know the frequency change that would occur on our planet if we were all operating from that space? We would be operating from a place of love of self, love for self. When we are operating from a place of love for self, then fear and hate, greed is gone. Just like that, fear, hate, fear, hate, greed, gone. If we all just chose to operate from a place of love of self. If we chose to just go, this is what I want to do today. This is who I want to be. This is the life that I desire. And I'm going to make the fucking moves to make that happen. This is literally what I'm working on with all my clients at the moment, especially those in the mystical arts, because I literally just want to activate that part of them that needs to, who not even needs, who fucking knows that she is a mystical badass bitch and who wants to be activated and steps into their power. Because I know, and it's becoming so much more clear to me that that is so much of what my gift is in this lifetime. And I want to gift that to you. That is the point. As I activate... As I step into my truth, I activate and I help those in my space, and that includes you, activate and step into their truth too. And the first thing that I want you to do so that you can play your part in raising the collective consciousness, because if you're listening to this, I know that you want to play your part in raising the vibration of our collective consciousness. I know that you know that, but you don't know what to fucking do. I get that. 
do some self-reflection start putting yourself work put start putting yourself first I just want you to put yourself first it seems so simple I know that savior complex needs to go out the door that need to put everyone else above you needs to go out the door. It is not serving you. It is not serving you any longer. Do those things. Come work with me. Come work with me one-on-one. Come join the mystical arts. You can still join. There is nothing stopping you from activating and stepping into your power than yourself. Like you're literally, I was literally just wrote a nice little thing on my stories on Instagram like last night about and even today i mean just like you guys are cock blocking yourself like you're literally cock blocking yourself constantly because you're like i don't know i've I've had some calls with people this week they're like i don't know what to do i'm like like guys you the the fucking crazy thing is is we actually always always know what we need to do we always know what we need we just sometimes need a push from someone maybe this is the episode that pushes you We just need a push from someone that's going to take us to that next fucking level. That's actually going to go, you know what? I am sick and tired of my shit. I am actually fucking ready. You want to play your part in raising the collective consciousness just like I do. It is what I'm here to do. I've said it a million times and I will continue to fucking say it because it is my truth and I can stand in my truth and I'm no longer prescribing to the not just past life but also conditioning I received in this life that I that that said that I had to be of service to everyone else this is something that I can see I was conditioned into as a child yes uh from past lives but I can see that it was conditioned into me as a child if you feel like as a child you always had to be helping those in your family or friends I've, it's it's so interesting. I've obviously had this awareness, but I, I look back at my childhood. I um, I was, uh, there's one very, very clear memory that came back to me while I was sort of working through this shadow. This is this is a shadow, guys. If you've never done shadow work, this is, this is basically what I was doing. I had a very, very clear memory of a time when a friend of mine and I were walking her dog with a, we were, would have been about, ironically could have been about 16 (laughs) could have been a bit younger I'm not really sure and we're walking with this younger kid who would have been maybe around 10 and we're walking the dog and we stopped at a park and we're playing and then we were approached by a gang of youths uh probably about five six seven of them they would have been about 13 or so so like you know we were a bit older but they were all guys and they actually had weapons now I'm talking like bats. Um, I don't remember bats in this current moment. They had things in their hands. And so they approached my friend and I. And I looked at my friend who was this timid, beautiful hearted, soft girl. We were 15, 16 at the time. I just remember looking at her and seeing this look on her face and she was so scared. And I just remember like me, 16 year old girl, picks up a rock, says to my friend, run and I literally pick up this rock and run straight towards this group of kids who had bats with a rock in my hand okay like talk about savior complex 
So I scared these kids off long enough that my friend could run away. Then I ran away. They were throwing stuff at us. This is a perfect example. And this is exactly what kind of stemmed this kind of like thinking into this. Because I can see in different times of my life how this has also played out. Where I have literally like thrown myself you know, in front of danger to protect somebody else. The crazy thing is, is it is kind of innately, we are kind of innately designed for this because what I'm really trying to do is I'm trying to help myself because she is me, right? So in my moment, I put myself in danger to help those other people. That is an extreme example, right? There's an extreme example of how I've seen different things play out in my life, right? But it doesn't need to always be that extreme. But I can see how in other times in my life, I've always just put my needs or my desires on the back fence to make sure that those in my life were happy because that to me felt more comfortable than standing up and saying, this is what I want. And I say no fucking more. And I want that for you as well. If you feel like you are the kind of person who does not speak their truth, who doesn't demand, who doesn't say that doesn't feel right for me, I don't like that, whatever it might be, then this is your invitation to dive into why. Like I said, mine was conditioning. Mine was conditioning that I had to always be of service of other people because that's how I received love. Acts of service is a way that I really show love to people because that's how I was conditioned to behave as a child. So maybe yours is similar. Know that your patterns, those neural pathways I was talking about at the beginning of this, I do remember that. Know that they have been paved. They've been, the the path was paved for you through your conditioning as a child. It is probably embedded in your DNA in some way, shape or form. There's nothing wrong with you. I don't want you to sit here and go, fuck, I really resonate with this. Oh my God, there's, I have so much work to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, don't go down that fucking path. This is just an invitation to do some diving into your consciousness, to see what are some patternings that maybe need to change. I invite you to do that. Do the reflections that I suggested to you. And yeah, if you feel the call, then come join the mystical arts. There's still time to join. If the the link will be below, if it's still active, it means you can still join. If you want to dive into this and just learning how to embody that divine feminine energy to speak your fucking truth, to step into your power, to stop giving a flying fuck what anyone thinks, to work through those blocks from your ego or those shadows that are holding you back from being your most true authentic self, then come work with me one-on-one. Let's break you out of the mold that you are currently in so that the goddess inside of you can be reborn. She's always there. She just needs to be cracked open. 
All right, my loves, I really hope that this episode has resonated with you. Uh, as I said, I literally channel these through. I have usually received, um, usually, you know, I have the awareness of, hey, we need to talk about this. And I just get on and just let it flow. So I always know that what I'm saying needs to be heard by someone who's listening or many people who are listening. So I know that it's resonated with you in some way, shape or form. Otherwise, you wouldn't have felt the call to listen to this episode. So I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. But as always, I hope that you are loving yourself too. Bye. Thank you, beautiful soul, for listening to another episode of Inspired by Cass. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a rate and review. And if you're not already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of my juicy episodes. As always, I love you so fucking much. But most importantly, I hope that you're loving yourself too. Bye.